Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, thank you for joining me this week. I'm so, a little bit nervous, but excited to talk about this next topic because it's, it's so near and dear to my heart. And this is about overcoming failure. So recently I've had a massive failure like one I haven't had like this in years and I wasn't sure whether I should make an episode about this but I think ultimately from speaking to my friends and family I think this is something that a lot of people can resonate with and it feels like something that I need to share so recently I've been just totally tied up in knots with a new client that I was working with who just didn't mesh. You know, it just didn't mesh and there was a lot of challenges, unfamiliar challenges that I was presented with and while I was running as fast as I can to level up and you know, learn some new skills in a new vertical I had never worked in before. Um, I was at the same time just dealing with my own insecurities with, you know, having to execute new things and just well and ended in total failure. And I'm no longer working with that client and it was just a hard hard period it was a hard couple months and I'm on the other side of it now and I want to share a little bit about the mind frame that I went through because I find observing my emotions and observing my internal thoughts it's been really interesting because it's it's sort of been proof to myself that all of the mindset stuff that I've been working on for you know the latter part of my life has slipped into my subconscious and I think it's really useful to share because I think for any entrepreneur right entrepreneurship is a journey of self-discovery and self-growth full stop if you want to be an entrepreneur of any kind, there is absolutely a degree of work that you need to do with your inner self to be able to put yourself out there again and again and fall down again and again and run up up against things that are unfamiliar. And so I thought it would be interesting to dive a little bit into some things that have helped me because I think even if you have heard everything that I'm about to say, I think these sort of things are 
really important to be reminded of. So first and foremost, now, you know, I myself have been an entrepreneur, I think probably my whole entire life. And while I work as a consultant, I always have several projects running in the background. It's just something that is in you, right? If you have, if you have that, that urge and that desire, you're always probably like me thinking at every moment, I can't even tell you since I have a little bit more free time in the past couple of days, how many business <laughs> ideas I've come up with just, you know, going through the day to day, but, but without a doubt, entrepreneurship is this journey of self-discovery and stretching your limits. And so I want to start this conversation by pointing to something I think is really important for women to hear. And it's a mantra that I live by, which is progress over perfection. Because perfection will be the death of all dreams. And I say that because with with failure and fear of failure that I just walked through, I can tell you with good confidence, I jumped in to something that was unfamiliar with the attitude of, I'll figure it out, as I always do. I'll figure it out. And that doesn't always work out. And I'm here to tell you that, that it's fine. It is fine. If you fail, it is fine. And it's just so much more important to take the opportunities and to, and to push yourself forward and start before you're ready and just do it. Just actually do the thing because even if you fail miserably, you, it won't kill you. You'll still be there. And so that brings me to the next point because what I realized from failing miserably and being very disappointed is that you have the power. We all have the power to reframe what is failure. And actually my dominant thought as things were slipping out of my hands and I knew that, that I was failing the dominant thought that popped into my head, which I think is such a gift is that failing in and of itself is a huge gift and opportunity, especially because we don't fail all the time, right? Especially as entrepreneurs and as hustlers, we always freaking figure it out. But in the moments that we can't, what a gift, because for me, and I know for all of you out there, when you hit that failure point, it's almost like opening up a curtain and letting the light in and seeing the, and, and it just kind of puts lights in the dark parts of yourself that you know are there, but maybe you've been avoiding. And for me, this failure has shed so much light on you know, why I put myself in the position to have the failure that I did and what caused that failure, right? And it wasn't just about 
a practical, well, I would say 90% of it was not about mechanics, right? Because we can, we can learn anything, right? You can Google anything for me. And I curious if anyone else had felt like this, but for me, the failure was so much more about what was going on inside my own mind and the mindset that I brought into the project, right? And it was a lack of confidence. And it was that lack of confidence that just kept snowballing. It was like a snowball running down a mountain. I couldn't, couldn't catch it. I couldn't scoop it up. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, make it go away. And that's why I think that, you know, mindset peace is everything. I mean, a mindset is everything in every aspect of life, period. But having a point of failure is a, an event. It is like an event that will force you to go inward and be more introspective and dissect the, the decisions and the actions that sort of led to it. And with that kind of hindsight, you can go ahead and do the work, right? You can do the work to understand, peel back the layers as why, the why to the actions and what is living inside your subconscious mind that brought you into the situation. So number one takeaway here is about reframing failure. You know, failure is not a failure. There's actually no such thing as failing because in every failure, there is immense learning. And if you're learning, if you take the position, I heard Tom Bill, you say this the other day, which was just extraordinary, right? He is the uh, founder of Quest. Um, and it's a billion, multi-billion dollar business. He's now sold it. He never has to work a day in his life. But he was talking about his journey of entrepreneurship. And he didn't come from much, you know. He didn't, not a Harvard MBA grad or anything like that. He's just like a hustler, like all of us, right? And it took him years, years to, to become the person that could create a billion dollar company. And he spoke about his failures and his ego. And he, he said that in the beginning of his journey, he would get really, really defensive and his ego would take over and feel really hurt and offended if he got something wrong, right? Kind of this idea of perfection, right? Um, but he said that everything flipped for him when he took on the persona of the learner, right? So there's something that you don't know if there if you do something poorly you know you just don't do a good job because you're inexperienced or whatever it doesn't matter you're a learner and every failure or every opportunity is just a stepping stone to the next thing and so i think it's really really useful to reframe failure but to reframe the journey in that context like it is all a journey and I really do believe that we are all, you know, if we're focused and we're intentional, we're all going to get to where we're meant to be, but you have to enjoy the journey, appreciate the journey and, and have humility for the journey. And that's where 
choosing your story is so important. What's the story playing in your mind as you go through the day, as you are building your company, as you're leading a team, as you're creating a strategy, as you're failing or succeeding or celebrating or commiserating? What is the story? Because you have a choice in any moment to create in your mind a story that makes you feel good, that makes you feel empowered, that makes you feel energized to go forward, or you can create a story that makes you feel shitty and makes you feel like a loser and makes you feel like, you know, who do you think you are to be running a company or to be leading people? It's, it really doesn't, um, the reality is the reality, right? But the story that you create could be completely different to what reality is. And it really doesn't matter which story you choose because, sorry, no, of course, it it matters the story that you choose for yourself, right? To the outside world, you know, this, th- there's no objective. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's no real objective reality. In our lives, everything is subjective, right? If you think that you're the best leader or you think you're the shittiest leader, either of those can be true. It's all about like what you think inside your head and it, which will create the reality. And so when you're faced like when you're up against a tough situation or something that you feel like you're not excelling at and you're not performing the way that you want to, it's just like an athlete. It's like you have to go out into the field or onto the court or whatever and bring your best every day. And you're not going to bring your best if the story inside your head is one that's negative and one that's bringing you down. So choosing a story that serves you is essential. And depending on what that story is, is going to craft the person that you are and the person that you show up to be. And if you're leading a team or you know, you're trying to grow something and have success, it will serve you much better to have a story of success and have a story of winning or have a story of learning and have a story of growing and moving forward and everything moving in the right direction. And that, you know, even if you slipped up, you know that, you know, when you know better, you do better as I think that was the Maya Angelou quote, right? It's like, okay, well, you fucked up. Well, that's fine. Now you won't do that again. Move on, keep pushing forward instead of dwelling and like contorting yourself and giving yourself anxiety and replaying things over in your mind that does not serve you on any on any level so the other thing i wanted to talk about for me right was about not only reframing the story but then taking action so something that i found or i have found a lot of comfort in in the wake of my failure is making a plan, making a plan to move forward. 
a plan, having a plan is so empowering. It just is. And it also gives you some, some goalposts, right? So you could feel kind of desperate if you've, if you really messed something up, like say you fucked up and you got yourself into a lot of debt, right? Um, in your business. Okay. You're in a bad situation. Make a plan how you're going to get out. It doesn't even need to be the final plan. It doesn't need to be the final version. It's just the act of thinking creatively, creatively problem solving that action will start to shift your mood and will start to shift your attitude and will help you gain a sense of control over a situation that perhaps you don't actually have control over, right? There's a lot of times where we just have bad luck, right? We could have failed just because of pure bad luck, but hey, it's about picking yourself up, keep moving forward, keep pushing on, and finding, and this this may be hard, or maybe you guys are thinking I'm a little bit crazy, but there's also a way to find joy in the failure. Now, for the past couple of days, you know, I've of course have had feelings of desperation and feelings of just feeling less than or, you know, questioning everything, right? Those thoughts come and when they come, I try to sort of not listen to them and, and push through, right? Um, focus on something else focus on my plan and as I was planning I started actually feeling a genuine sense of joy a sense of joy for the possibility of the solution the possibility of um, overcoming the possibility of getting better and I think that there's something really interesting in that because that joy led to excitement, which has really, really, really helped me in this moment to have that to attach to. And I will leave you with one final thought, which is about the language. Now, this is, of course, not a new concept, but it's something that is so much more difficult to practice, to put into practice than, than I think it, it feels. So when, when you've had a failure, right? When something's really been not, not going your way, when you're down on your luck, when just you can't get to where you want to go fast enough, right? or you're feeling discouraged, it is really important to get support. You know, talk about it. To lean on the people that you can lean on, right? The people that you trust. But at the same time, be really careful on the language that you use to talk about the situation. Catch yourself if you're complaining. Catch yourself... If you're using language that makes you feel powerless, catch yourself if you are in a situation where you're using language just to get sympathy or just to get someone to say, oh yeah, that, you know, that's too bad. You're right. It is too hard. Oh, you should just, 
you shouldn't be so hard on yourself and this, that, no. You want to make sure that you're communicating in a way that's going to maintain the highest level of positivity for yourself. And I feel like, yeah, when you're feeling shitty and it feels good to complain and you probably have several people that you know you can call and get the sympathy or the coddling or whatever it is that you need. And I would advise against that. I would advise of being very, very careful of who you speak to and how. And I don't want this to stop you from going to your network, right? Say you have people in your network and and they could, you know, you don't feel like they could understand or that they would just be kind of that coddling voice and they would sort of tell you to give up and it's too hard and whatever because people will do that especially if they're not other entrepreneurs but if you take on again the identity of the learner and you can share your failures you can share your feelings and you can share your fears but always try to wrap it in empowering language which can say, you know what, but I I learned so much, right? I really, I really have grown through this and I know that I'm going to get better. Just stay connected to that frame of mind, to that language, because if you don't, you run a risk or this is exact, this is how I've have felt in the past. You kind of, I have felt just dragged down dragged down so if I find myself using disempowering language it just oh it just makes everything feel so heavy right just feel so heavy it's like you don't want to go to the gym and you just keep talking about how much you don't want to go to the gym and then just feel so much shittier and so much heavier and so much harder to go to the gym it's the same exact thing for anything in life if you say it out loud right then your mind's gonna believe it So be very, very careful on the language that you use. But as you're reflecting on your situation or your past failure, your past bout of bad luck, I think it's really, really useful to give yourself space and time for reflection. And this could be as simple as journaling exercise like I really think that a journal is a really great place to start because talking with with your you know your mastermind or your or your friends or your other whatever entrepreneurial friends it's great it is really great to have that conversation but the work that you need to do to get to the next level is one of deep reflection and that that is best done to be like with the pen and the paper there's something really magical that happens when you're just physically like writing with your hands on actual physical paper and just give yourself time to pour all of your thoughts and feelings onto the paper and do this regularly and give yourself time, like set a timer, make sure you're writing for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, just stream of consciousness because the things that will just become like uncovered from the depths of your soul will be really surprising. And what it will help you do is shed light in those 
dark spots that I mentioned and by shedding light on them and understanding the why behind them is the first step in releasing, right? So if you feel like you had a massive failure in your business and you have connected it with your fear of success or with your being uncomfortable with, with money or what have you, this exercise of going inward and, and, and really exploring and being really curious about the why behind the actions or the why behind the subconscious things that live inside you is the way that you'll gain control over that subconscious part of your brain. So you can do better or do differently or think differently in the future. Wow. I would love to hear from you. Do you uh, agree with any of my suggestions? Have you experienced some failures recently? I would love to hear because it is not easy. And for many of us that are entrepreneurs, we just don't have people maybe in our immediate family or immediate friend circles that can understand how hard and lonely it can be to try to grow something and build something and be something more, have kind of big or audacious, like crazy dreams that a lot of people just wouldn't even think about, right? That's what makes entrepreneurs so special. So I would love to hear from you and Hope to see you back here next week. Until then, have a wonderful day. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.